and now we should be good. And we're we're gonna do a podcast. You want to do the intro? Cool. Just go for it. Just start talking. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Never Made Varsity. I'm Sarah. I'm joined by Aaron and Colby because yeah. I've scared Maverick away. And uh, David is sick, which is sad. This would have been his flu have, game. I wanted him to have a flu pod, but he said no. Well, the flu game was actually a hangover game. Stay woke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. In this house, the flu game was the hangover game. All right. Um, Sarah, you've been on the podcast before, right? Yes, I have been. What have you been up to since, like, a year and a half ago? <laughs> so, within the past year and a half, what have I done? Well, I now am a senior, which is scary, and I'm going to graduate in, like, four weeks or three weeks, which is also very scary. I have a job, which is good. Uh, Congrats. Thanks. I went to Sweden over the summer and studied abroad in Sweden. Oh, wow. Did you study abroad? Did you study abroad? <laughs> oh, I love the culture. <laughs> it was fine. Um, What else has major happened in my life? I don't know. Just chilling. Just chilling in Cedar Rapids. Well, we are happy to have you back. And yeah, Aaron, what have you been up to since I guess it's been two weeks uh, since, we since two up, weeks so, ago? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what have I done? Uh, the band banquet was this past week. That was a lot of fun. That was. Uh, Did anybody cry? I think everyone was like holding in. But it was an acceptance of this is weird and sad, but it's like. It has to go on. I really liked having that at the Carolina Club. That was fun. It was a nice venue. Yes. I like the uh, separate dance floor, though, at the Blue Zone. Yes. I definitely agree with that. And we didn't have the iconic photo location. True. The lighting was good in the evening, so. Yeah, we had the golden hour. Oh, yeah, we did. I loved that album. Um, <laughs> I, that's interesting. I thought, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I didn't look at any of y'all's pictures. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's the tea. I just assumed it was in the blue zone again. Alas. <laughs> hmm. And, and it was weird. It was like on a Thursday night and not a Saturday night, which I don't. Did that used to happen? I don't remember. No, it was, it was nor. I feel like last year it wasn't on a... I don't know. I don't really remember, to be honest. I just thought it was weird it was on a Thursday. Did y'all go out after? Yeah. We went to Topo. We just basically hung out for like three hours. Yeah, that was fun. Just yeah, like a whole a bunch of, of band kids at Topo. My yeah. my sunset light came on. Mav is here. All right, let's resync. Oh, there he is. All right, Mav, are you 
recording? No, I, I, I still have to wait to see if I can get Audacity on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's just keep going, and if Mav can get on, we'll sink it in. Um, but yeah, we just hung out at Topo for a while. It was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I'm not a senior, so it wasn't necessarily my space, but I went because I was invited. I thought that it was just like me, Will, Evan, Greg, and Zeke, you know, the trumpet boys just chilling. And then there were a big group of people. Just chilling. There was a big group of people in attendance just chilling out here at Topo. Get that blueberry wheat wave. Bar golf was on Friday. Yes. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. A lot of... I was not in Chapel Hill for bar golf, for bar golf last year. So I've never done it. Because I was, I was a young boy my junior year. A young boy. It's a lot of fun. It was fun. And now I feel I like I'm too old. Do you hear the three? <laughs> Who hit the three? Theo. Oh, really? Nice. They're down 21. <laughs> Hello? I mean, bar golf isn't really that much different than any old Friday night. I think that it's just like... I got to visit a good amount of bars that I don't ever go to, which is fun. Like, I went to Four Corners. Never going to drink there again. Yeah, probably not. Went to La Raz. Never been to La Raz, but that was a lot of fun. Went to Bob's once ever. And scene. It's just fun to see everyone, like, get all dressed up. And, like, everyone from all of your classes and all of your everything. And then it's like, oh, also all the people I went to high school with. We're just yeah. all out, and it's like, oh, it's nice that we're all having a good time, like, at the same time. Mm-hmm. I wore my real game-worn caddy uniform to bar golf. He was the most authentic among us, truly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I did see that picture. That was, um, bold, bold choice. <laughs> bold move. But, um, yeah. Shall we... What have I been up to? It's been two weeks. Um, I've been, I've been working. I'm an adult. You're an adult. I'm so, uh, How's adulthood? Don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Just, just stay in school forever. Oh, yeah. That's why people have PhDs. They just don't want to actually face it, you know? But actually, like, just don't don't ever leave school and just keep putting off your loans and then one day you'll die. Exactly. (laughs) That's what you do. Anyway, you know what else happened two weeks ago? The national championship for college basketball. That was one week ago. What? It was like three years ago. It was one week. That was such a long week. There was just a lot happened last week. The fact that Virginia being national champions is already irrelevant <laughs> says a lot. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, uh, who won again? I mean, hey, it was a really good game. It was. Yeah, it was a good game. I told y'all it was going to be a good game. But no one believed me. Virginia was exciting this year. They are good at offense. Wahoo wah. Is Kyle God coming back? I think so. That is our next point. Because uh, I thought he was 
since he was like he's, engaged in all that wedding stuff with the yeah. whatever wedding registry something or other. I thought I was like, yes, that means he's leaving. Nope, he's going to be a married man in college basketball. I just, it's an aggressive eye roll for me. Hi there, uh, Colby from the future here. So, uh, between the recording of this podcast and me editing it a day day later, uh, Kyle Guy has um, declared for the NBA draft for the agent, so he will be gone. He will be a married man in the NBA. Um, So, yeah. What's wrong with Kyle Guy? He got got rid of the man bun. He makes threes. You can never get rid of the man bun. (laughs) He looks a lot better without the man bun. Oh, 100% for sure. Without the man bun, I say that he looks like Evan, but good at basketball. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. But yeah, Virginia, they are losing Ty Jerome, who I thought... That was a big surprise. Well... I was thought Ty Jerome was a lot better than Kyle. Or not a lot better, but better than Kyle Guy. Yeah, but I don't know if that means that he should declare for the pros. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I said earlier, I thought Ty Jerome should have been first team all ACC. I think, I, I sincerely think the man bun from a couple years ago got Kyle Guy that first team all ACC because people know who he is. I honestly agree with you. He is the only person that I have known on the Virginia team for three solid years because of the man bun. Right? Like, it's... That was, like, one of the talking points for this year's Virginia team that, like, they didn't have any stars. Like, if Kyle Guy is the closest thing you have to a star, like, it... Who is the guy, the blonde one? Was that Salt? Oh, yeah, the big one? Yeah. 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 Jack Salt, he's there. Um, what was I about? Oh, Bomani. So, Bomani Jones on ESPN said, if this is what it looks like when teams that don't pay players get into the Final Four, then there needs to be a salary floor to get into the tournament. Dang. You need to be paying your players a, a base amount of money <laughs> in order to get into the tournament. Just go ahead and pay them. And then yeah. we'll get we'll get better talent out there. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I think I need to think about it, but yes, to fully <laughs> understand what you're saying. But upon saying, principle of pay the athletes, yes. <laughs> I'm saying you have to be paying money in order to get into the tournament so we get good games <laughs> and we get some stars out here. Okay, I got you, I got you. Because, like, the college basketball purist in me was going to watch that game no matter what. But, yeah. like, no one cares about Jay Huff and the Owens dude from Texas Tech that has Brandon Robinson legs. Like, no, <laughs> no one cares about those guys. But people do care about Kobe White and Zion Williamson and... John Morant. Yeah, you're right. So, and I'm not going to accuse anybody of getting paid without, because I don't want to be sued, but, you know. Michael Avenatti. Yikes. Big guy. 
big yikes. <laughs> My guy is spiraling. <laughs> he really just took Nike to heart and just did it. <laughs> um, so do we want to go through who else has played? Yes. I don't really got much else to say about the Final Four. Yeah, me neither. Poor so, Auburn. What? Yeah. Uh, I like Auburn. Auburn. Kids mm. ran out because they thought they won. Okay, but you know what? Been there, done that. <laughs> I have a heart for those children, Sarah. They played hard. They destroyed my senior year plans, Kobe. Colby. Kobe. You got a championship. You we're fine. I know. I wanted to go to Minneapolis though. Why? Because that means we would have been there. Yeah, but it also would have meant you're in Minneapolis. Yeah. No offense to any of our Minneapolis listeners. Full offense to Minneapolis listeners. <laughs> um no, but Aaron, who else declared? Um from Duke, Zion and RJ. Did they officially have. declare? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Has Cam? I don't even know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, because I saw the question mark got turned into a period, so I presumed that meant he had. Um, Trey is staying. Yes. Which, good for him. Yes. Yeah, he needs another year. Yeah, and good for the rivalry. That's uh, true. Pachimura from Gonzaga declared. Um, I like Hachimura. I don't know what to think of him. Rui! <laughs> uh, who else? Um, John declared. John Morant declared. Marcus Howard is staying at Marquette. Um, but two other players. But they're losing a, a good set of twins. Or not twins, yeah. brothers. Um, who are going to the same school. And then from Carolina, Kobe White and Knox Little. But before we get into that, I just want to say that, and Aaron already heard this story. So today I was working a baseball game at work. And I saw on my phone from Bleacher Report, uh, Zion Williamson declared for the draft. So I jokingly said, hey, everybody, because I was in the press room with like everybody and the commentators and the ESPN Plus people. And I was like, hey, um, big surprise here. Zion declared for the draft and, like, chuckles, whatever. I'm real funny. Um, and then the commentator said, um, I don't know or I don't know how many Duke fans are in attendance today, but uh, mm-hmm. Zion Williamson just declared for the NBA draft. Uh, the commentators do that. People behind them, like, spout facts. Oh, yeah. If they, yeah. So you're a mover and a shaker, Colby. Well, a couple minutes later, I got the ESPN notification (gasps) that said Zion declared for the draft. And as far as I know, that that game was the first ESPN publication to say that Zion Williamson declared for the draft. And I just want a little, I just wanted to be recognized for breaking that news to ESPN. Oh my God. You... (laughs) You destroyed ESPN's coverage, though. What are they going to do now? <laughs> what is what is Disney going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ZSPN anymore. <laughs> anyway, anyway, 
Kobe and Nas, they are gone. Should Nas be gone, though? Yes. Yes. He would do a lot better in the NBA. That makes me sad. I know. I want him back. But spread your wings, little little butterfly. Go get your money. Go and get your du- money, little duffel bag boy. Um, but it opens up a big wide hole for uh, what's his face to come in Cole Anthony Precious and Precious honestly uh, yeah I mean Kobe leaving open up the spot for Cole I think that Nas opens up the hypothetical spot for Precious I don't know if we're gonna get him there hasn't really been much buzz from his camp uh, like from what I've read, no one has any clue where he's going to end up. Whereas it's pretty clear that Cole is down to us at Oregon. And probably leaning towards us. At least his little brother loves us. Yes, yeah, his little brother <laughs> loves us. David is sure he's going to Oregon. Um, but David panics. I, yeah. um, I don't know. I, all the crystal balls I've seen have Precious going to Kansas, but... Every time I see Mondo on TV, it's him and Cole Anthony and Precious. Yeah. They're friends. I would love to have a little big three like Duke did. That would be fun. That would be fun. If Armando gets us Cole and Precious, then I think we should, like, build him a statue. (laughs) Because he has done a lot of recruiting for them. Oh, yeah. Just go ahead and put him on the coaching staff. (laughs) Here. Um. Yeah, we get both Cole and Precious. We could be really good. If we get neither of them, we could be really bad. Yeah, I think so, n- neither is the. Oof, oof. I don't see it very likely that we get neither, but obviously it's still a possibility because you never know what can happen with recruiting. Yeah, never rely on seventeen-year-olds. You'll, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Yikes. You're right, though. Um, Will Wade, LSU's coach, reinstated. I didn't see much about this after a tournament because literally no one cared. Yeah. I didn't even know it happened until I saw a tweet on Twitter like a while after. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that means that LSU's, like, investigation is done, or... Yeah, and what's going to happen with that assistant coach? Because he could definitely get himself a job somewhere. What the were they investigating him for? FBI money fraud. Nice. Classic. Yeah, which, if he, if the NCAA steps in, he's going to get hit with a show cause. Um... So you, he's not going to get hired anywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I forget who it was. I think it was Evan or Greg asked me at the banquet. And I don't know the answer for sure. And I'm not sure, Colby, if you know. I had a, an idea, but I'm not really sure. Do you know why this is something that the FBI is investigating? Just like why the FIFA thing was an FBI investigation? Um, Because these are like laws, like laws and law books that people have to follow. Um, 
So laws in law books. Everyone yeah, write like that they, down. Well, they, what I mean, like they aren't like. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's in the Constitution. They aren't like NCAA like bylaws. They're just like organizational. Like they are federal statute. Got gotcha. That are okay. quote supposed to protect the institutions. Eh. That makes sense. I didn't realize that the NCAA was also governed by law. Well, obviously they're governed by law, but like something like that, I didn't realize that it was also being governed by law. I, well, my hypothesis was that it was something tax-related. Well, there's, there's because, like, federal money being pumped into these schools, and if you're accepting federal money, you have to um, abide by true. certain guidelines. So That's true. Especially stuff like admissions, as we are seeing, like the FBI cares about that. <laughs> Apparently, over the past three or four years, the the FBI really cares about who's getting into what schools. Right. So. <laughs> Aunt Becky getting hit with charges every day. <laughs> she pled um, not she guilty today. Innocent. Not guilty. Not guilty. Whatever. Close enough. Whatever. I'm not a lawyer. Get me a lawyer. Um, and I'm not going to law school. Yeah, I have no desire to do that one. YGG mm. to everyone who does, but it is not I. <laughs> not me. Let's do spring game. I was not there. Um, the heels won. <laughs> update. There was an 18-point walk-off field goal. I didn't really understand that. Oh, Maverick, are you ready? Hey, Matt. Hi, I finally made it. Hello. These socks. Just in time, we were talking about the spring game. Yeah, it was a fun time. Oh, yeah, you were there. He was one of five people in attendance. <laughs> yeah, I find some reason to down in Chapel And no, that's so misconstrued. There was maybe 6,000. Yeah, I mean, there weren't that many people. There weren't a lot of people there, but it was not as empty as that one. Oh, well, they reported like see. 1,300. There was definitely more than 1,300. There's 300 fans. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if we count towards that figure, but yes. There were, well, you were in the stadium, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, no, you, y'all, trust me, I I have seen attendance numbers counted. You count. <laughs> Great. But yeah, there were definitely more than thirteen hundred people there. No, I would say anywhere from six to eight thousand. I, I I think that's a reasonable estimate. He'll probably on the lower yeah, end of that good. number. Yeah. But yeah, it was a fun time. I think if it wasn't raining all day, more people would have showed up. I think yeah. that's what really caused it. Just even for games, people don't show up for uh, weather, let alone something. That's somewhat minor as a spring game. Um, so, then you can have places like Nebraska that has like a sixty-eight or eighty thousand person attendance for their spring game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ohio State had, I think, a hundred thousand for like the fifth straight year at their spring game. Oh my god! Um, it's going to take time. Yeah. It takes time. All I got to say about this game is, Mac. I was going to say that I love that Mac screamed into the mic. Every time it was sad. Yeah, every time he called. Basically, it was tackle except for it was two hand touch for quarterbacks, or even one hand touch. Or contain. There was contain one time. Mm -hmm. But 
there was a lot to see. Some new talent. Uh, British is someone that I haven't really been aware of. Is he uh, a freshman? British Brooks, freshman? right? Yeah. He, I don't even remember. The what name position? sounds familiar. He's, he's one of our running backs. He did really well in the spring game. British Brooks. Yeah, he is yeah. a freshman. And then, so, oh, wait. He, uh, yeah. Now, keep in mind, Mike Carter was out, did not play. And what's uh, his Devontae name? Devontae Williams and Antonio Williams did, both did very well. Oh, oh, wait. British is an incoming sophomore. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of wide receiver options. Nothing, I would say, really stands out. Um, Roscoe Johnson has uh, improved. Uh, or what's his last name? Oh, um, Roscoe, my boy Roscoe. Um, oh no, was he hurt? Um, Keep talking. Yeah. I will. I will report back. Corey Bell also did really well. Caught several passes. I mean, all three quarterbacks: uh, Jace Ruder, uh, Sam Howell, and uh, why am I forgetting his name now? Kate Fortin. All played really well. Uh, Howell threw an interception. There was a fumble. I don't remember if it was quarterback that fumbled. Uh, Storm Duck got a fumble six. All yeah. these names are going to be fun next year. Chaz Surratt had a tackle on that one ninety-something yard, seventy-something yard play to the to the tight end. Carl, Carl. I, yeah, I really like Carl's game. Carl. Um, Roscoe, uh, when he was when he first moved in, I helped him set up his um, Xbox One in his room. Nice. Yeah, Roscoe is my dude. Every every time he was, uh, they did the victory walk, and he saw me um, on the side. He he gave me the sub nod, my guy. Yeah, nice. Roscoe Johnson. Yeah. But no, I mean a lot of good signs. Um, I mean, it looks like still like we have similar problems on defense where all the wide receivers got to do is just stop and go back towards the line. You know what I'm talking about? Where they fake and come back. Yeah. Like we, if we don't like, we're not, don't play very tight coverage. And so all they do is just got to cut back towards the line to catch passes. Yeah. But here's my thing with that, Mav, is that every college defense, struggles against that, but we don't run those routes. <laughs> so, or I guess we do now, because they did in the spring game, but it's so frustrating. I don't remember a bubble screen, so there's we're, we're, we improvement. No, but lots we did of, do... Lots we of did, flats. We did it, yeah, I was going to say, we did a couple flat screens that worked well. Um, I think that our offense has the potential to be solid. Our defense is concerning. Now we do have a lot of players out, uh, yeah, on both sides true. of the ball, and, and who there, are better It seems like defenders. it was just a lot of conditioning injuries that happened during the game too. Like there yeah. were like people four kept going or five down. Guys that kept cramping up. Yeah. Yep. And hopefully that'll improve over time. I mean, it is the spring, so. I was happy the weather turned out better because it could have gotten a lot worse than it was. That's true. Yeah. I know everyone is hoping for lightning, though. It's like, oh, yay. Oh, no, weather, inclement weather. Precisely. Did you, get a chance to, did you get a chance to see the new 
soccer lacrosse stadium wall you were there, Mav? Stadium wall. While As you in, were there. The, the stadium while you were there. Yeah, I mean, During I got to walk around. <laughs> I went around campus and everywhere. I went yeah. from Franklin all the way to student stores, all the way to the, to the stadium. Did you see Karen Shelton Stadium? I did see Karen Shelton Stadium. I also saw the indoor facility. The IPF is really nice. It is. It's uh, all really nice. Uh, what, the name? Yeah. Like I said, uh, I just I just need an excuse to come to Chapel Hill. Yeah. And now, what I I will now be off Saturdays and Sundays for the foreseeable future. And so, wide open for football season. Choose a game to come down. I already I'm have family coming to come to the South Carolina game, the Appalachian State game, and the Clemson game. Uh, might get one more. I already have family coming in for at least three of the weeks of the season already. So, might as well just book every week with someone coming. Yeah, I'll yes. be, um, it depends on what we're doing on campus. I'm going to try to make it out to some games. Sarah, what's your, what's your alumni life looking like? When you just started saying that, it's like, I'll try. And I'm like, wait, does that mean I have, you to, have try? to try? <gasps> <laughs> that, that's pretty tragic. I have never, I didn't think about it. I guess yeah. I'll go to the state game. Welcome to alumni life, man. Oh, my God. Hey, also, you got to pay. They want you to give us some money. <laughs> <We're gambling. laughs> we want some money. Some I money. We want a gift. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you spent it on <laughs> Spent it already. To $100,000. Spent it already. Oh, man. Well, in all seriousness, I think that the spring game showed that we have some really good potential for the upcoming year. I think that a lot of the pieces are there for this team. I'm excited for football season. Hopefully for some more 18-point field goals. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. It was an 18-point uh, game-winning field goal. Walk-off field goal. Uh, I'll be excited if we beat South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> no, they said we were playing Clemson, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to die. We're going to on our way to going 15 and out. Yeah, I mean, if we beat, if we beat Clemson, <laughs> is that like Russian Franklin worthy? I think so. We're rushing the field. Is it? No, because homeboy on the mic will say, please do not run on the field. Whereas Clemson there are multiple invites fans their fans on the, on the field after every game. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have to get new turf, like, every game, I would imagine. Or is it grass? I, don't know. I think it's grass, yeah. Oh, I think what, what was there yesterday was still the grass field, but I'm yeah. wondering yes. when they will officially update to turf. I believe the plan, I think that they said that they want to do it over the summer in that Inside Carolina article from a couple weeks ago. That makes But don't quote me on that. I will. Um, so, Chris Davis got a hit. Yeah, my boy Crush Davis is back. Nice. He crushed the home run today. Yeah, didn't he get one? <laughs> yes. What is he now, two of 60? 
something like that. He went 53 <laughs> at bats without a hit. But he's back. Oh no. It's like when Jack White finally hit a three and then proceeded to miss his next 57. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like all there is in baseball right now. Exactly. Tiger. Tiger. Freaking Tiger. The, do we do we think this is very important though? Like Yes. I, I don't know. Okay, only three people have won a major championship on both sides of 35. Jack Nicklaus, um, Gary Player, and Tiger Woods. I know. And, like, his, like, character development arc or something has been, like, dramatic. But, like, are we going to celebrate that? I don't know. That's. I will. I think he's the greatest golfer of all time. I, uh, who was it? I was listening to the first take this morning. Uh, and they were discussing how, like, what happened when Tiger Woods left golf? Everybody stopped watching golf. He wins this Masters, and everybody and their mother turned it on just to see him win. Like, he's truly, like, iconic. Uh, yeah. So, oh, Pablo Torre that, that said this. It was Pablo. I was watching it. But, Sarah, to answer your question, for me, the whole, for the most part, for the most part, the whole moral quandary with Tiger Woods was way overblown besides maybe the DUI, which I feel like was a pro- a, a problem with him taking too many pain meds and that being part of the opioid crisis of the United States. Um, oh, man. <laughs> but as far as, like, his whole, like, eating whatever like that's not that's none of my business I mean yeah like I don't mean to marginalize his wife's experience because no one should have to experience it but like every athlete most athletes do some stuff I won't say that I just I'll just say that it's none of my business (laughs) I agree with Sarah thank you yeah. Now, I mean, uh, one big thing I mean, to note, like, surely this has to be probably the biggest gap between major wins. I don't know about an all-time, but yeah, it's pretty big. What is it like? And he's turned his act around. Eight years? He's had a big 11 face turn. Oh. Mav, where would you rank this on all-time biggest face turns? Ooh. I mean, The Rock and Stone Cold have some pretty good face turns. But they were both evil at the same time. So I mean, sometimes you got to be a heel. Sometimes strong heels become the best faces because they earn respect. Right. Um. But yeah, I just it, for me who didn't really care about golf when I was a kid, so seeing what it means for Tiger to do Tiger things, like it, I, it was really it was it was fun for me to watch. Um, but I understand why some people are are hesitant to to do the whole the whole thing with Tiger. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, I agree with the last part. I love the golf but yeah, same. Tiger's turned his act around. 
good for him. Yes, good for him. And Tiger being good is good for golf. That was the most relaxing good for him <laughs> I've ever heard. I don't know. I just was like, well, I guess I, growing up, definitely the Masters were always on in our house. Like, since it was always around Easter, we would just, kind of the association, it's like our Easter and we're having family over and we're going to watch Tiger play and it'd be like, yeah, let's go. But that never stopped when he left the game. So it, we just kind of transitioned to different people. Like you're giving a different, a different player a chance to shine, which I was all on the Rory McIlroy train. Still partially am, I think. My, so I, I don't know. Like I could, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I, I did not much care about golf until I took my golf class in college and I knew how hard it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I knew how hard it was to be good at golf. So I think I, like I would have watched this Masters or I watched last year's Masters too. I would have watched the Tiger and no. But the Tiger effect is real. That is, yes, very true. Like, I feel like what you're describing is, like, what I was talking about with Texas Tech in the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just like, ah, uh, right. Yeah, okay. There's no golfer that's going to be as iconic as Tiger. And no one that's going to drive viewership like Tiger does. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, let's see. Magic Johnson quit at the end of his shift. Uh, <laughs> 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 he was like, you can't find he just me. He in peace. Really? <laughs> Bye-bye. He just wants to tweet and not be yelled at for tweeting. I, <laughs> it's wild. Like, I I don't think I've ever seen that. Where he, where someone's just like, yeah, it's just, I'm just not going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> would it have been funnier if he had just ghosted the Lakers? <laughs> oh, it would have been so much funnier. If he would have sent, like, Beanie Buss a tweet saying, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> or just send her a text. See ya. I do think it's funny, like, he didn't want to let Beanie down. But he just, <laughs> instead of, like, going to, like, his post friends who he's known for like 30, 40 years he just didn't tell her at all (laughs) (sighs) and now the leading candidate for the job is Tyler and I don't think it's a bad hire I really disagree I just think it's ironic that the Lakers now have the Cavs former coach likely Cavs former coach for what, the third time in the past five years? Oh, yeah. Didn't they have, like, Mike Brown and... They had Mike and Brown Byron and Byron Scott. The Lakers are just... The Cavs sloppy seconds. <laughs> just the Los Angeles Cavaliers. That's literally all the takes I have about that. It's just hilarious. Like, I don't, I don't know what else. Yeah. I don't really think that there's It, it just takes our mind off the fact that the Warriors are probably still going to win this year. And so then we can start looking forward to a more entertaining – well, not that you're not – that's the wrong way to say it. 
uh, just someone other than the Warriors dominating next year. Like I said in the rundown, NBA playoffs. Who cares? I'm watching that. It's still entertaining. I yeah, Boogie's hurt. Boogie just went to the locker room with like a thigh injury, I think. I don't know, it was weird. Anyway, let's get into content and let's get out of here because your boy got to go to work tomorrow. Uh, David, you are playing four or five year old games. Did you did call I say me David? David? I sure did call you David. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss him so much. But um, David is also playing four or five-year-old games. Yeah, I'm playing Skyrim now. I'm a little behind the game, behind the curve. For the uh, first God, time? On sale for Switch. Yes, I'm playing for the very first time. Okay. Dude, Skyrim came out seven and a seven half years ago. Yeah, it's old. What? It's really old. I um, feel like that was yesterday. Right? Like, I really thought Skyrim came out when we were in college. Like, I'm, that. <laughs> like that's still, yeah, that's relevant. I mean, taking an arrow to the knee is still iconic to this day. Yeah. Okay, so when you say that, then yes, that came out in high school. <laughs> it just feels like it came out not that long ago. Anyway. Well, I think part of that is that they are still putting out, like, remastered versions. Like, there is the VR version that... I don't know if it's come out yet, but it is coming out for PlayStation VR. This version is basically the remastered version with all of the DLC. It's like it is an old game, but it doesn't play like it's an old game. Hmm. It looks a generation behind, but it still looks fine. It's a lot of fun through four days. Four game days or four days of me having it? Four days of me having it. I don't know about game days. All I've, all I own is a horse. I haven't bought a house or anything, so like, I've slept once. You have the horses in the back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please, do not. I can't imagine being. I bet you hear that all the time. Stay <laughs> right <in> here. Uh, <laughs> I think I heard it. Oh my god. I'm glad I'm not in school so I can hear it like spirit. Well, some of the teams, so Sarah, I work in, so the athletic building that I work in, downstairs is the weight room. No. So every so often, like I'm doing whatever and I hear the most random songs. And I've heard Old Town Road a couple times. Yeah. Like uh, different teams. Do you just die a little when it comes on? It's still fun for me. Okay. <laughs> it's still a good time for me. I still enjoy it. That's Billy Ray sounded like he was having a good time. That's Dana works at the SRC and she sometimes controls the playlist. And a couple of days ago, she played Old Town Run on repeat for twenty minutes straight. <laughs> that would have made me mad for a workout. So yeah, I've been like. Frick this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, but Skyrim, you like it? Yes, it's a lot of fun. I understand what I was missing out on now. Um, Big Brother 16, you just 
um, connected with the winner of Big Brother 16. Yeah, I just connected with Derek on LinkedIn. I'm connected <laughs> to Bryce Johnson on LinkedIn. Yeah, I haven't been on LinkedIn in several months. Good for it's you. It's just a game for me. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with it. I just try and connect with as many people as I can. Um, but yeah, I'm watching Big Brother 16 for the first time because that was in my like two, three year hiatus of Yatu of watching Big Brother. And I don't know. I mean, obviously Derek is steamrolling everyone, but it's a fun season. Thank There's you. a lot of good arguments. <laughs> I it's just like, like Big Brother 12. Big Brother 12, people are like, it's boring, but it has some of the best drama of all Big Brother. Well, I big- feel like it's the same in Big Brother 16. BB-12 also had um, our queen, um, her highness, Brittany Haynes. And Rachel <laughs> Riley and Reagan Fox. Oh, I forgot Reagan's on that season. Oh, great season. Yeah, but like, back to season 16, there's a lot of good drama. And a lot of good dumb game moves. Like, the Devon Week is one of the best <laughs> weeks of all time. <laughs> the Devon Week of Big Brother is like, people still talk about having Devin. <laughs> the veto ceremony where Zach just started ranting about how much he hates Devin. <laughs> Iconic. And there's also an unbelievably high number of useless house guests that season. I think that the only house guest, now that I think about it more, Colby, the only house guest I think that might be more useless than Pow is Kathy from season 12. Oh, yeah. Oh, or yeah. Or maybe yeah, Chef Kathy Joe from season 14. All Joe did was get headbutted by Willie. Chef <laughs> Joe is fun, though. Okay, we need to move on to not Big Brother so we get to the good stuff. Um, let me talk about Shazam really quickly. Shazam is big, but we're a superhero. Um, they even made a big reference, um, which was fun. Uh, it's probably my second favorite DC movie. It, it probably goes like Wonder Woman, Small Gap, Shazam, Medium Gap, Aquaman, Big Gap, Justice League, Batman v Super, or Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. Um, how do I know every movie in the DCEU? I have a problem. Um, a little. <laughs> a little bit, but it was it's a good movie. I thought Zachary Levi was good. All the kids are like funny. Like I can only think of like one joke that one of the kids told that didn't that didn't land for me. But um Yeah, it's good stuff. Go see Shazam. It's a nice little family movie, Christmas movie that came out in the middle of um April, not unlike Die Hard. A Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Uh, buy it for your families at Christmas and watch it. You'll have a good time. Zachary Levi is like a super good looking dude. I see what it is. Um, and he sings. He does? Yeah, he's, um, what's his face in Tangled? He's Flynn Rider in Tangled. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's a game changer. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I always, um, I like see him and I imagine like a Donny Osmond voice coming out of him. I don't know why, but that made him severely less attractive. Um, oh, okay. 
All right, we'll we'll do um, demography here between the three of y'all. Do you want to do Star Wars first or Game of Thrones first? I have not seen any Star Wars stuff, and I'm being spoiler free. Uh, I also do not watch Game of Thrones. So. What? <laughs> I don't care. I did not watch the trailer because I'm a bad fan. Well, let's do Star Wars first, man. So we can do it real quick. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and then we will wave when it goes. Okay. Um, look at that silent communication between me and Aaron who just took his headphones off. That was beautiful. Uh, um, yeah, The Rise of Skywalker. I don't care for the title. Yes, I can be convinced. Yeah, I think it's the sort of thing where I, it's it has to be a thing where once we have seen the movie, you'll be like, oh, now I see why they call it that. Because and now we see why they did indeed wait to to let this title be known. Because I think if they just did this title two months ago, people would have started freaking out like, why? What's going on? What is going on? What is going on? Here's my thing. And the, the Screen Junkies universe talked about it a little bit on Friday. J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson are operating on two different wavelengths. Where I, Ryan Johnson is, and I say this because I, let me preface this by saying I really, really enjoyed The Force Awakens. I did. I liked it. J.J. Abrams made, like, a Star Wars fan film. And they made it a really good one that I think it was, like, very true to the source material and was, like, a love letter to Star Wars. Ryan Johnson did a... I don't want to call it a subversion of Star Wars, but an interrogation of Star Wars tropes. Ooh. And I don't think that's the direction that J.J. wants to finish in. I don't think that J.J. I think Ryan posed the question and suggested an answer to those questions that I don't think J.J. Abrams agrees with the answer to, to Ryan Johnson's question. So I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like with the name and I, uh, what we've seen from The Force Awakens, I, I think I know what direction this movie is going and I think it's closer to The Force Awakens than The Last Jedi, if that makes sense. But ultimately, I think J.J. Abrams is one of the best sort of twisters when it comes to, like, plots or misdirections. Yeah, uh, that's true. So, if anything, he, if it, almost when it seems like it is, like, staring you at the face and it's clear what he's trying to fit or uh, refer to, it, that's when it, you need to expect it to be a misdirection. So, like, naturally, the response has been either one of two things, because logically there's only one real Skywalker in play right now, and that's Kylo, who's actually technically a solo, but still has Skywalker blood. Not really think about Leia, because she's more of a secondary character in this new trilogy. And then, naturally, the third is they're just going to retcon and actually make Rey a Skywalker somehow. Someone are trying to by saying she's adopted and making it technically technical. I still ascribe to the idea that Skywalker is going to become the new name for the Jedi Order. And that you, still anyone can become a Skywalker, so that kind of it kind of bridges both, like the the Ryan Johnson point of view that anyone in this universe can be special and be a Jedi and you know have these powers, versus 
the Skywalkers are the most important lineage and bloodline in, in this series in this universe. It that combines the two. Now, I, I don't think that that J.J. Abrams doesn't think that anybody can be a, a Force user. I, that's not what I was saying. I think it's more of that. I think Ryan Johnson's a- answer to the Star Wars question is that there is a a gray order of the Force that can come and that will be the end of the Jedi and Sith, where I think that J.J. Abrams wants a more clearly defined good and evil to his movie. Sure. And, and it's how, how it would be like, because Ray has the Jedi text, which it might end up turning, like she might reveal, or it might be revealed in the movie where she's read it and she's realized there were a lot of things that were meant to be the guidelines of the Jedi that were just kind of thrown away because it didn't fit, you know, sort of the power structure they wanted in the Republic. And so they just kind of ignored it. And so it's, it, 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 and how people word it is how she would create the Skywalker. I don't know how exactly it would be called, but as a Skywalker, you're, you're kind of anti-establishment and Jedi, like sort of righting the wrongs that the Jedi Order created. I'd be fine with that. Like I said, you can still. Like I said, it's what I like about it is again, it's bridging both things, both of really the ideologies together. Not saying that one doesn't, can't, you can't just do one, but for the J.J. Abrams side, and that you want something clearly fine, you're giving it a name, and you're you're making things clear. On the Ryan Johnson side, you're keeping it open ended to the point where you don't have to be a Skywalker to be a Skywalker. If that makes sense. All I know is that we need to move on because this is going long. And well, we haven't even talked about good. the trailer itself. Trailer itself is awesome. Uh, that yeah. jump right over the spaceship. That's going to be, uh, um, and of course, the biggest, the beyond biggest thing of the entire thing is that cackle at the end. The Emperor is back. I'm just In ready some way, for. Shape or form. I'm ready for Azraelo to be proven right. Um, and I am ready for Raylo and Kylo to be together and happy forever. Um, yes. <laughs> and, uh... Like I said, I'm sexy. Like, it'll be interesting to see, because J.J. Abrams is absolutely confirmed, and if, if you didn't watch the stream that the trailer was announced on, I mean, if you had any questions about if... Ian McDermott was going to be in this movie. He literally came out on the stage and in Palpatine's voice said, roll it again. And then, like, if that doesn't confirm he's in this movie, J.J. Abrams has already said Emperor Palpatine will be in this movie. It could be a recording, maybe found in the old Death Star remains. It could be, maybe, because it looks like they could potentially be on Jakku, which in some of the novels uh, that go beyond the cinema canon, have shown that the Emperor had secret bases on Jakku, and that sort of was like his home base when the Empire was on the run. Oh my god, what if Rey is Palpatine's secret daughter? Well, there's, there's something... No! There are a lot of people <laughs> potentially saying that, because the irony of the, the white person of this trilogy is the ancestor of the Dark in the previous trilogies, and then the Dark person of this trilogy is the ancestor of the, the light side of, of the previous. So it's like a flip. I, I will write but it in the Toby wants, wants Ray to just be Ray and 
I, I will think it in the streets if Ray has fancy blood. <laughs> I like think said, Ray, has, that that Ray has Ray has fancy blood. I think because, like I said, when reading novelizations, if you like, it's easy to deduce that that the emperor could have had something that maybe not directly a daughter, but maybe grandchild. So like had hit his own children, and they became deadbeats on Jakku and had Ray. We can discuss this another time. We we have eight months <laughs> to break down. I've already watched the trailer like 50 times. That's just amazing. Let's get Aaron back in here. I'll have to watch it. At the camera. He's not going to look. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, so I'm excited to see Jar Jar Binks. Um, and episode Meet nine. Spot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. With the Bowser laugh. All right, Game of Thrones season eight, episode one, Winterfell. Episode one. Sarah, what'd you think? I was I was totally convinced that I'm. Wait, this can this be heavy spoilers? Yeah. Is yeah. that what uh, this is? Yeah. Spoiler alert for this episode. If yet, if you don't like Game of Thrones, haven't seen it, get out of here. Well, then turn it, turn this off. Go watch it. What? I was fully expecting a major character to die in the first episode, and I was, like, not disappointed that one didn't die, but I was, like, I don't know. I had it built up in my head that I was a little bit underwhelmed, I think. Man. I think I, I noticed a lot of the same sort of things. I, too, thought, you know, they, they, they were going to start off really brutal and sort of show the stakes that were impending by having someone die. I unfortunately thought it was going to be my boy Tormund. I also, I thought it was either going to be Tormund or um, the Danny's first lady, like whatever her name is. Oh, um, I forgot her name. Yes. But I, I, trying to, to rationalize everything, there's a lot to set up, and so yes. it, was, it was a slow burn. Getting everything, you know, the stage set for what's to come. Right, definitely necessary to reintroduce like audience to characters and in, reintroduce characters to characters who hadn't seen each other since like the first season. Yeah, still a lot of emotional reunions. You have Arya and John meeting back up. Uh, Arya with uh, Clegane meeting back up. Arya and Gendry meeting back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's uh, wanting uh, shipping Arya and Gendry now. Because I guess technically, hey, he can row that boat, can he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, because even Robert told uh, Ned in the crypt that he has a son, he, she, or he has a daughter. They'll join their houses, and now they're technically doing it. Oh no! I am firmly on the Podsta, um ship. That would be so good. Let Sansa be happy with Pod. Let Sansa be happy. Period. And his 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 gift maybe question mark hey she de- she deserves it okay. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves it you so right Tyrion and uh, Ramsey give him give him pod yikes um also Joffrey this one oh also Joffrey forgot about that one Sam has been through it man literally <laughs> oh no well technically are Tyrion and her still married is complicated. Uh, uh, I, I feel like her, 
technically her and Ramsey also got married, so I don't know if there was like an annulment. I think all bets are off at this point. It could be a revealed surprise. I think she's still technically married to Tyrion. She just kind of bounced after the wedding. Yes, she did. Um, I thought this was like one of the most, a very light episode. Like, there are a lot of jokes in this episode. There were. And like, like, I was laughing. (laughs) I was surprised that I was like kind of jokey. I was like, what? This. This is not the Game of Thrones that we know. But the daggum blue eye joke is up. That was yeah, funny. I think it's going to get real heavy the next couple weeks. So I, I get you in good spirits, only to crush them. Yeah, let's have like a couple good moments before we um we say goodbye to some people. Ah. Uh, um. I think Brienne's going to die, and I'm sad. I think a lot. Actually, I think Brienne's gonna make it. I think Pod's gonna die, get turned into a wife, <gasps> and Brienne's gonna have to kill him. Oh man! That's how. That's how I'm figuring out who's gonna die. Like, who? What would be the most tragic thing for someone to have to kill? Like I said, I think Undead Ned's coming. Oh my god, that would be awful. Like, who's gonna kill Undead Ned? Sansa or Ned or a John? Or Arya having to kill her dad after watching her dad die. Or Arya. Or I could see Arya dying and the Hound having to kill Arya. Yikes. I feel like that wouldn't be... Are these real people or are you making this all up? Because it could be either way. <laughs> oh, don't forget, probably seeing undead Hodor. <gasps> no! Don't leave my heart like that. No door. <laughs> undead Hodor's like... No, don't. <laughs> also, Bran. Oh, oh, Bran's dying. Bran's dead. We don't need Bran anymore. We we uh, after John knows that he's Aegon Targaryen. Yeah, Bran can go with his staring. So, like, so, what are your positive, negative feedback on Bran? Bran is the funniest character on Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was not funny. Barry was like, "Is Winterfell ADA compliant? Because he's just rolling around everywhere with oh. assistance." <laughs> I saw that. Accessible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two other big things uh, we haven't even talked about: Euron. They're uh, so, oh. um, gave probably the, the big caption for this summer uh, uh, for all Facebook captions. Like, uh, you want, you want a person, you can buy them. Or a queen, earn them, and then <laughs> you're on. Like I was fully prepared to go with my Euron is further in the friend zone than Jorah, and then he wasn't. It turned he around. It's like oh, which I think I don't think Cersei got like any like I think that was purely to keep Euron in her pocket. Oh yeah. Also, it could be a plausible way to explain her baby instead of saying it's Jamie's. I think she wants to take I think she wants to like own it that it's Jamie's. I also think she's gonna lose the baby. I I agree with you. Because because according to the script last year so people some I've seen some theorizing that Cersei's alive about being pregnant but it was in the script last year like in the subtext 
that she is pregnant. Now, whether she, I think she's lost the baby because in the, in season seven, she said she wasn't drinking because she was pregnant. In this episode, in season eight, episode one, she was drinking. And I think in another, based on trailer footage, next episode, she's also drinking. So I think she lost the baby and hasn't told anybody yet. But when did she say that in season seven? I thought that was like near the end. Yeah, it was like the it was the last episode. It was the last episode. She was talking to Tyrion in King in the Red Keep. Oh. And she was like, "Blah blah blah, Tyrion, I'm pregnant." Also, Samwell, poor Samwell. Oh no. <laughs> At least I can go home now. Most conflicting news in his life, and then Danny just doesn't care that to tell Samuel that she burnt his family alive. I'm not gonna. What? Sorry. Dick on Charlie is uh, Luther in the Umbrella Academy. Oh, that's why I recognized him. Where were you saying, Sarah? I was not super jazzed about Danny in this episode. I was like. I don't know. I agree with Sansa. She was like, do we have the budget to feed these things? Yeah, that's a, that's a that's, valid question. It's like, you as a leader have never had to deal with it because Jorah deals with it. And then you're just running around with John. Uh, surprise, your lineage. I think I'm trying to find the... So there's uh, a podcast I listen to still watching uh, Game of Thrones where... Um, Joanna Robson did a, an interview with the actor uh, who plays Sam and I thought it was interesting um, what is his name um, John Bradley John Bradley um, said like used the word psychopath to describe Danny it's so true I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if we've heard anybody like talk about her like that before but like we've seen like glimpses of her being like unhinged but I don't think anyone's actually gone there with her saying like you need to chill cause it's like all the Dothraki are just in or out you know yeah it's like uh oh so um season 8 episode 2 is written by Brian Cogman who is my favorite writer on Game of Thrones um he writes all the great um, people talking in rooms episodes, um, which is my favorite part of Game of Thrones when it's just people talking in poorly lit rooms. So I'm excited for next week. I doubt we'll have any major deaths, but you know. Oh, also, yeah. Speaking of the blue eyes, um, the little Ned Umber's eyes snapped open. I was not ready. That was a oh, nice did that scream. Oh God, that was that was terrifying. I, like, zoned out for a single second, and then it started screaming. I was like, ah! And I just realized that I was all curled up into a couch, and I was like, how did I get here? <laughs> and then, so, like, the symbol that was sort of made around him is yeah. still questionable. Like, people were trying, like, some people were saying it, it looked very similar to uh, the Targaryen, like the dragons, the way that their heads are curled. So there was also it's also a, a similar 
uh, image that uh, the children of the forest had uh, when they created the Night King. That's what... Maybe it's just his symbol or something? I think that I'm more inclined to think that, unless you want to, like, get into the origin story of the Night King, which would be interesting, but I don't think they're going to have enough time in six episodes, or seven, whatever it is. The only thing we know about the Night King, um, the people at Con of Thrones um, named him Todd Stark when he was a... um, He was alive, just the name Todd on there, and he was just a dude who the children of the forest killed because they're trying to protect their land. Okay, um, so yeah, that's all we know. But it does look we do know the children of the forest like those little spirals, and we know that when you set it on fire, it looks like a Targaryen sigil. So, children of the forest are affiliated with the Stark, also looks like a Targaryen sigil. Aaron, you following? Totally. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's did, like, you see, did you notice that uh, Rob McKellamy was the one that got shot when uh, Theon saved Yara? Mm-mm. He's on It's uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Did not see that. that also, Yara is going to die. Oh, yeah. Yara's dying. Or, I don't know, if she makes it back to, um, if she makes it back to the island, she's just going to chill, and I respect that. I see Theon probably dying, probably, like, saving everybody, and that's, like, his ultimate redemption. I think, I don't know, I think his redemption arc is done. Like, well, you did what you had to do. But with this whole island, like, technically, like, I guess it was the whole thing when they had that first battle... And John went up north, and they didn't walk out to the water. So, what happens if the, I guess it was two when they got trapped uh, when Danny saved them? They don't walk on the water. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's too easy if they like if they freeze the lake, they could just walk out to those islands. Yes, but is, aren't though the Iron Islands more southern, so it probably wouldn't freeze as easily. Yeah, just in a logistical, you know, not in a magic weather sense, but. Yeah. They aren't. But there's also no dragons, so. They're like in the High Garden. Like, go to High Garden and go west out to that sea. That's where the Iron Islands are. Okay. So, yeah. West Coast geography. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, we need to get out of here because this is a long episode and work tomorrow. So, Sarah, thank you. We're jumping on the podcast at the last minute. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, where can the people find you? The people can find me on Twitter at Sarah underscore McCullough or on Instagram, Sarah McCullough with two A's at the end of McCullough because a fake lady stole Sarah McCullough with one A. She doesn't even spell her name, M-C-C-U-L-L-A. She just shortened it and stole my handle. Fake. Well, that's how you can find Sarah. If you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com. If never made Barthy, leave us a five-star rating or review on iTunes. Anything you like or didn't like to share, let us know via Twitter at NeverMadePod. Uh, thank you to um, my wonderful partner, Carla, for making our new logo. You will see that attached to this episode. It's great. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone.